K. Yes. K. Here. Ready. Record. <laughs> so we should we should definitely clear up the Xbox stuff immediately. Yep. Just immediately because we spent a lot of time talking about how bad it would be if it would require hardware upgrades. Let, let me let me rephrase that. You guys spent a lot of time how, saying how bad it would be. Yeah. I was I was on the uh, offensive. You on were that. you were being Skynet. Simon. I'm also I, I was correct. being the, the one who saw this coming. Yeah. I'm also still it let's let's actually rephrase that. It's not still clear what it it, it, yeah, it is. Fair. All that all that happened was Phil Spencer got out on like Major Nelson's podcast or something and just said Don't it worry. won't be hardware upgrades. Yeah. No other information at all. So still it's very up in the air. I'm falling on the side of it probably being a new Xbox at some point yeah, with better it, hardware. And that was something Josh and I agreed with from the beginning was when this all does happen, I, I feel like it won't be able to launch off of the one. I still think there's going to be one more that they're going to need to implement all this. But that's just my... And I and I think it's going to come a lot sooner than everybody maybe, thinks. Maybe, Nick. That's a good point. The Xbox yeah. One Elite. The Xbox One Slim Elite. The yeah. Xbox One and they should, Slim they, Elite. If they are... Terabyte. If we're even 1% correct about all our speculation, it really should just be called Xbox. Yeah. Yeah. That's just my opinion. That's what they call their division. Like, just, who cares? Just yeah. call it Xbox. Yeah. It's I'm not a- like the original one matters anymore. No. It, it, if somebody says the word Xbox, nobody is going to think classic Xbox. N- no. No. Yeah. They don't think that now. They didn't think that last time, even. Yeah. <laughs> I know that they've been doing that with a lot of games now, too. I wish yeah. I had one off the top of my head, but no, I know there's a hundred. You're right. Need for Speed and just random Tomb Raider, Tomb, Tomb Hitman, Raider. Yep. Hitman. Yep. The new Hitman is just called Hitman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you're right. There, if we sat down and gave it five minutes, we could come up with a dozen more. Mm-hmm. Let's trademark Xbox now that it's been forgotten about. <laughs> okay, classic Xbox.com. Yeah. <laughs> so now that that's cleared up, yeah. With that out of the way. Welcome to the 2v1 Podcast. I'm Nick, joined every week by Josh and Alex, where we talk about video games and other stuff. Mainly video Buenos games. Dias. Mainly video games, usually. Mm-hmm. For the most part. But yeah. Big big release this week. I don't know, I don't know about that. For, for some people. <laughs> for some people. For a lot of people, apparently. No, for a lot of people, you're correct. Yeah. Oh, The Division. Yes. Tom Clancy's Regale division us of your tales. Tom Clancy's division. Got to have that Tom Clancy in there. And Josh, just so, yeah, just so everybody knows, all three of us played the beta, you know, a couple months ago, whatever that was. So we all have experience with it. Just yeah, some of us like it more than others. And I was gonna say, Josh has definitely played the most. Oh yeah. Well, I'm the only one that bought it. You at least rented yeah. it. Yeah, so, I rented it. Yeah. So you have some time with it. Some time. Just just a short bit of time, but I, I still I, think I saw plenty. And I witnessed it in the party chat, and I witnessed <laughs> Nick going from, well, I'll try it, to I don't want to play this anymore. But yeah. here, here's my argument with that, though, is the first hour of Destiny was shit. <laughs> yes. It's it's same thing with Division. That that first grind, the first half of the game, essentially, is not that great until you get to the end game content. Well, you're not at the end game yet either, though. I'm not, and I'm just having an okay time with it. Yeah. So And and I and I played through a little bit more than that. Like I, I did actually still keep it a little bit last night, Alex. I still returned it within the amount of time to not pay for it. <laughs> right, right. But uh I was I was on with Josh and 
I was like, I got to give this one more chance because I think playing it with all that everybody in the party, I wasn't really paying attention to anything and kind of just going through the motions, which I think speaks a lot about that game is that I could still do things without paying any attention to it. <laughs> yep, definitely. But uh, so I played it a little bit more last night. I was like, I got to give this like maybe one more chance just to know for sure. And I played it for like an hour and I was just like, I I don't know. I It's not for me and I'm taking it back. I just, there's no point for me to put any more time into it because it's going to be the same loop over and over. And it is. And it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it it all just comes down to what you said too. It's not for you. It's just, you have it to definitely like that isn't. kind of shooting and environment. See, I like the environment though. That's, like, I guess that's not enough then. You have to actually like the gameplay and the shooting. Yeah, and and the loot, the loot grind, and all that stuff. Like it just doesn't appeal to me. It does, like it felt like, and we kept making this joke where we're getting things and watching numbers increase, and that's the only thing that's exciting about that game. Well, that and it's kind of a car door shutting simulator. Yeah, <laughs> every single car door is slightly ajar. In the city. Oh no! It's weird. That would drive <laughs> me nuts. Well, it's almost like they do it on purpose because when it's you're like, running, it's a joke. Yeah, you just yeah, run to drive cars to drive people them. like me nuts. <laughs> yeah, it's funny because there's nothing else to do while you run between missions. Mm-mm. Closed doors. You'll get random random encounters, but yeah, I mean, it's no big deal. Nothing crazy. But driving around in Destiny, there wasn't much point to point, anyways, either. I'm. I'm. By it the way, so quick. I'm gonna make a lot of Destiny comparisons. Me too. I was going to oh, get I, out I'm in front of that. I'm interested in that. Yeah, I'm interested in hearing all of those point by point comparisons. We we have to compare this to Destiny. It's unavoidable. Sorry for the listeners that we have talked about Destiny so much. Oh, but it's, we it's, were bad like six months ago or more. Yeah, it's like, kind of been a while now. Yeah, but. it's it's and it it's it's finally relevant again because it's no secret the division it was made to. You know, I don't want to say compete with. It's not like Destiny's, you know, has a strong stranglehold on the market anymore. But like, you know, it's basically a Destiny alternative. It's and it's also, I think, the division might have been in development before. I was going to mention that, but but we didn't know anything about it, and we definitely got Destiny well before the division. Or like, they probably knew what Destiny was going for once Mm -hmm. they probably switched what the division was going to be yeah very true so when it comes very down true. to it, saying something like that is really just clearing up that the, the, the division was not made because of destiny's success right right it, right yeah that's it's all been in development means. for a yeah. very long time yeah but but the the comparisons are undeniable so with that josh since you played the most you played the most destiny also i, I haven't touched destiny forever um, yeah, but you put hundreds of hours into it, and, and that bad. and that was just an Xbox, Josh. You also had a PS4 life. Yeah, so I, I didn't play it on PS4. You didn't play yes, any you Destiny. Did. I played the beta on PS4. You played it on PS4. Yeah, you absolutely. Are, are, yes, are you, you not did. remembering your own past? Wait, did I really? Yeah, yes, you, pl- you, did you played a, a good bit. bit, Josh. Yeah, not I, like five hours. I have zero knowledge of you that. bought it at launch and that was when you had a Dude, ps4 josh is even a minimalist with his memory he compartmentalizes and deletes sections of his memory i could have sworn i just played the beta on playstation no yeah no. You, you played it like i know for sure amount. you got it when it came I, I'm out i'm gonna yeah. i'm gonna have to fact check that after this 
Well, you're I, wrong. Like I we are, we to. know that no. for a fact that that's what you did. I know, but I have to confirm it for myself. Oh. Okay, I have, to, I have to look. Okay, that's man. Incredible. I really don't remember that. Remember when you had a PS4 for a second time and recently got rid of it? Yeah, I do. <laughs> did you know that, Alex? What'd you say, Nick? He got rid of the PS4 again. Stealthily, no. without telling us. Uh, uh, just for the listeners, I just made an appalled face. Well, you couldn't see it. it I return. Yes, I got rid of it, but I was able to return it, so I didn't. It doesn't off. matter. You, you None got, of that matters. Yeah, you don't the, have it. Anymore. It's never the money thing. It's the got rid of yeah. part. That's okay. That's all right. Anyways, oh the division. The division. <laughs> the, the division. Yeah. Uh, I made a list of things. I figured that'd be the easiest way for me to explain, because we've all played it and kind of know what it is. Yeah, and actually, the beta was very in minimal. In it will, but it was basically the entire game. Like it was a pretty good slice of what you would be doing. I think. Yeah, I, yeah, you can. I guess you can say that. Yeah. Um. Well, the first thing I noticed is there is a shitload on that map. Like, as soon as you get mm. in there and get to your safe houses, they just throw things at you. However... Yeah, that's... Your screen gets filled up with shit mm -hmm. immediately. And I, I like how they have a checklist, too. And I know Ubisoft games typically do that, but I always like checklists. Like, side mission checklists, main mission yeah. checklists, whatever. But once once you finish all of those, they're gone, and it's not like there's anything else to do, like, on your own, if that makes sense. Like the, Right. Other than, the, like, once you're complete with doing those side missions and encounters, all you have They're left done. is the Dark Zone. Right. Like, you're, you're yeah. done. And so I guess it really comes down to, do you like the Dark Zone? Like, is that something that's going to last for months on end? And it sounds like that's what the minimal impressions that are mm -hmm. available seems to be the most interesting part. And the one, the thing that will like keep you coming back and has things to constantly do, even though it's maybe the same thing over and over. I guess. Yeah, and you made a good point the other, last night when we were playing. Is what if the entire map was a dark zone? Like even the story missions. Didn't you bring that up? No, that was you actually. Oh hey, look at that. Yeah, I was trying to give you credit for it. No, but yeah, like if I won't take it. If the entire thing was dark zone with more people, because I don't know about you guys, but during the beta. I thought that there were people running around everywhere, but that doesn't seem to be the case. It's only Dark Zone that there's other players. Right, yeah, and the world actually feels, like, kind of empty. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know. I don't think that matters too much, but if they were, if you could interact with them, like, get attacked by them mm -hmm. all the time, that that's what we're talking about, that would be pretty, that would it, be really crazy, it, actually. It would make but... running around the blank area is more fascinating because you're always someone could be waiting somewhere yeah i don't know but it could probably the... be a lot of headache though for no reason or what if you could shut it off like yeah i mean Who i don't knows? i don't know how why i had the impression that the entire game was server based as opposed to just the dark zone yeah i don't know i, I think that i think everybody kind of thought that's how it worked but at, but again like what does it really add other than seeing people sprinting around you know true true I, and I, I will say the matchmaking is the matchmaking is set up better than destinies how you just go to a mission and you can just matchmake for any mission yeah 
Yeah, there's, you know what? Uh, at least my minimal experience. Division has one big load, mm-hmm. and that's kind of it. Yeah, yeah, good point. I didn't think about and that. And the difference there is the most annoying thing with Destiny was you have to go out of the mission all the time. You have to leave a planet. Mm-hmm. You have to go through a loading screen constantly with the ships. Anytime you want to do anything, it's a load screen, and it's that was pretty annoying. I bet Destiny 2 will be seamless. I think I think it has to be, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and the map itself, you said you like the environment. I do. It has, it has a lot of detail Mm -hmm. that is pretty impressive. And I was going to, sorry, go ahead. I was going to say with that, it's, it's dense. Like that map is dense. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's a, it's New York. Mm -hmm. So like, it's a city that is dense in real life. So like they, they, it feels like they captured that pretty well from like the limited amount that I saw. And it's nice to look at. Like, if you don't, obviously mm-hmm. don't look too closely at textures because they aren't amazing, but just overall, the scale of it and the detail that is there is pretty, pretty impressive. Yeah, and the districts themselves are pretty uh, varied, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like, going into it, I thought, for the most part, hey, you're going to be in a city, like, there's going to be buildings. And there's going to be discarded cars mm-hmm. and corpses everywhere. But, like, you'll have some areas that, like, one of the districts, there were buildings on fire, one was, like, Christmas time, there's one district where an entire block was a church being built, so mm. it, it varied, and it was nice to see that running around, and not just building after building after building. Right. Um, the one thing, when it comes to gameplay, that I think it has over Destiny is verticality. Like, Destiny didn't, doesn't really have much verticality. Like, everything's on the same plane for the most part. Yeah. Whereas yep. division, there's levels that you can shoot down, shoot up, and it kind of throws a curveball at you and makes it difficult in some instances. Can you go on any really tall buildings or just several floors? Several floors, nothing really tall. Yeah. I want to, I want to say <laughs> though that like when the beta was around, that I saw people go up pretty high. So. So there probably are some that let you go pretty that, high. That would be really cool. I've, I've always been obsessed with verticality in video games. I don't know why. It's I say... Like, oh, how high can I go? Yeah. I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to throw this out here. I'm going to say maybe like a, I was probably on like a 14 or 15 floor apartment at one point. Okay. I don't know if you yeah. consider that. That's decent. High or not. But, That's pretty tall. <laughs> yeah. Most definitely. But, but with that, Division is hard. It's a difficult game, for the most mm-hmm. part. It basically requiring co-op. Mm-hmm. And even playing co-op, you know, some of those missions get pretty difficult. Like, yeah. they just they just throw enemies at you. I don't know if you noticed that from the amount of time you played. Not really, because I was obviously just mm-hmm. playing by myself for those couple first missions, really. Man, there were there were some missions where those guys with the bats, they just throw them at you and they just rush you. Like, mm-hmm. and they just keep on throwing them. And it's almost like it's just trying to be difficult for the sake of being difficult. Probably. Yeah. But, I mean, I guess if they're trying to promote working in a squad or a team, it makes sense. Right. Yeah. But it's at that point, it's almost like you have to go in some of those matches in a team. Like, playing that on your own isn't the full experience that you should be getting. Yeah. And I think that's... I mean, that's what the game has been going for. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I wouldn't really consider that a negative, you know, because, like, there's there was plenty of stuff in Destiny that you absolutely can't do by yourself. Like, a, a majority of that mm-hmm. game, really. True. So, 
That's what that's what they planned and intended. And that's fine. There's one thing, well there's numerous things I don't like, but there's one thing that I think was just blatantly looked over that needed to be in a game like this. Well, there's two things. And the one I mentioned to you last night, I'll just touch on real quick, is uh, there's no stealth elements to it at all. Yeah. Like, there were numerous times I could have just taken someone out, like, sneaking up behind them, but there's there's nothing like that. You just have to start shooting and you get no bonus. There's there's nothing, there's no stealth elements to this game at all. Even silencers aren't, like, aren't the typical video game silencer. Mm -hmm. Like, you could shoot someone and everyone hears it anyways. Yeah, what's the point of having a silencer? Actually, I didn't. I didn't stop and consider that when you mentioned it last night. Silencers lower your threat in a in a squad. So, say you have four people, all okay. firing on a group of enemies. Oh, and okay. If, if you, yeah, if if you're shooting with a silencer on your weapon, they won't focus on you as much as they're focusing on others. That's interesting, though. It it is interesting, but. I wish there was some sort of stealth element to the game. Yeah, basically, in a in a firefight, that's 100% practical. But if you're alone, it really doesn't serve any purpose. None at all. Like, they... Yeah. It, it seems like they could take that one step further having, like... I mean, obviously, this is sort of like an MMO. They have that silencer thing that sort of makes you, like, a rogue class. Like, why not go a little further? Can Can you... Could you possibly be the person in the group that... If you don't fire at any of the enemies and everybody else draws their attention, can you sneak around them? Nah, I and maybe doubt if it. there were bonuses for that stuff, like that if that doesn't exist, I feel like that's something they could easily implement and should be there. And that would be kind and of yeah, along should, the lines of what you're should be there. Like I think that would be a way that they could make that work <laughs> within that game, you know? Yeah, and this wasn't even the, the big one I wanted to bring up. Um there's no bullet penetration. Like through cover, like yes, and that is so annoying for a game and like outdated. This. <laughs> for and it's not even just like behind a car door or something; it's even something like a cardboard box. Yeah, something that clearly you, you, is you can't not shoot. debatable. Nothing, do, nothing takes damage, really, does it? No, and yeah, that's very disappointing for a cover-based shooter. You know, you know why it probably doesn't. Why? Technical limitations. Mm-hmm. Probably, but I feel like that is kind of a requirement for a game like this. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I can absolutely understand how that would be something they can't handle on that big of a scale. You know, because that whole thing is loaded in at once. Yeah, and then with all those players on a single server and whatever like that, it makes sense why they can't, and that. It does suck, though. Well, I mean, but the thing is, like, when it comes to the vehicles on the road, you can still shoot through the glass and hit enemies. Like, the, all the vehicles have that sort of penetration, but no I guess, cover and no, like, I haven't found anything else like that. Yeah, I guess you could set up a cardboard box to act like a pane of glass or something. Yeah. yeah. Just kind of annoying. I don't know. Yeah. Um. Oh, well, that's a video. It's a video game. That's, that's a that's a very video game thing. <laughs> true. Um. And remind me with Destiny. I don't. I don't remember. But early game Destiny, could you fly through the story missions without doing anything else? Uh, yeah, pretty much. Because you can't. What do you, mean? you can't with the division. Why? You it you're like because of the level requirements. It oh, pretty much it requires you, you to do side missions and encounters before you're capable of playing the story missions. No, I'm pretty sure Destiny had a very 
clear linear path mm-hmm. if you wanted based on levels because they always had that hard option for everything mm-hmm. if you wanted the harder difficulty which would require you to like do some grinding probably the division has hard for every story mission as well but even just the basic level requirement to play some of them yeah like you can't just go story to mission to story mission to story mission you have to do it forces you to do other things to level up yeah yeah, I mean, for how it's like a checklist-based kind of thing, makes sense why they want you to do that, because they want you to see all of these other things and not skip them. <laughs> so, Josh, I have another question. What is What am I seeing about this standing in line to use a laptop thing? Oh, oh yeah. Okay, I'm glad I brought this up. So, they either completely looked this over or mm-hmm. didn't... I would say so. ...or didn't encounter the issue. And the very first mission requires you to go to a safe house um, and pretty much go to point A and then go to point B in the safe house just to talk to someone. Um, for me, at least, whenever I first opened the door to the safe house, there was a, uh, a just a random player because safe houses actually do have other players in them. Um, yeah. There was another player doing jumping jacks in the doorway and I couldn't walk through it because they didn't, they didn't <laughs> oh put God. any. You can't walk through other players. There's, yeah, there's collision with other players for yeah. some reason. So if someone was doing jumping jacks in the doorway, I couldn't get, I couldn't finish the mission because I couldn't get into the safe house. And then once I did finally get in, you have to um, activate a computer in there. But with like five or ten people in that room trying to do it at once, you, you can't get around other people to get to the computer and activate it. So what people were doing, which I think is hysterical, is they were creating queue lines <laughs> to to access this computer, if that makes sense. Like they 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 weren't actually waiting; they were just doing it to antagonize. No, other no, they players. were they were waiting because instead of no one being able to do it without getting without bumping into each other, they just took it upon oh. themselves to create a line for everyone to do it. So it was like Wait, they yeah, were working you, with each other. When you say they, are you saying Ubisoft did that? No, 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 no like no. just the, players. The players. Okay. Wow, yeah. they worked together to come to that solution? That's incredible. Isn't yeah. that really interesting? It, it's really interesting, but my God, that, oh my God. Like, what I an can't oversight. Believe, like, even, yeah, like Elder Scrolls Online, everybody, anytime there's a, like, a, a quest nexus, you know, where you're doing something, there's just a ton of people crowded around and you can all access it at once. That's what yeah. an MMO should be. Yeah, like you just clip through everybody. Yeah. Now this yeah. was the only instance of this happening, and I'm I'm 20 hours in, so it was just this first mission, this first safe house you were at that it, it does mm-hmm. this. Okay. Yeah. Well, um, two things. I coming right up off of that, I just saw a funny tweet, something, and it was a picture of that queue line, and it said, "What if Ubisoft sold a fast pass for the division so you could just cut in line?" <laughs> like, ugh. But yeah. anyhow, nine nine um, cents to cut in line. Yeah, yeah, one time deal. Um, are you just about done with with your negatives of the division, Josh? Uh, please I mean, not, continue. I, I don't want to interrupt. I mean, none of that was like super super negative, other than the bullet penetration. I was I'm super pissed yeah. off about that. But no, my point is, I still there's something I want to talk about with the division, but it branches into something else. So no, I don't just go stop go ahead and bring you. it up because we'll I'll I'll touch on other things. Just go ahead. Okay, so it's. Um, first of all, disclaimer, this is on The Verge, which is can be a shitty source. Um, but it was it was two days ago, and I've come to realize I can't stand writing 
a lot of time, or I can't stand reading about video game pieces a lot because people's opinions are just so. I I can't even say stupid. They don't make sense. Like so, this okay. guy, he's saying the title of the article: "Giant time sucking video games are bad for you and bad for gaming." And like right off oh, the bat, I saw that. Yeah, right off the bat, that article is not framed correctly because uh, Dark Souls is time sucking and it's not bad for gaming because it is an incredible piece of art. And that's that's totally not what he's talking. No, no, no. About, I though. I know, but it, but even toward the bottom, he he talks about the the latest open world RPG, like not necessarily MMOs, and mm -hmm. I just. There are there are different spots throughout the no see yeah he's talking about Fallout he's talking about Metal Gear Solid that those are not games to pick on for this oh yeah like, yeah I definitely thought it was stuff like Dota Ubisoft checklist yeah well and I wouldn't even consider Dota's a thing Dota's its own thing that I wouldn't even really consider okay trash Dota then yeah, yeah but, that that's a time suck for people that only want to do that to get better at okay it. but see as if to make my point. We already are being like, none of these are really in the same box. And he's talking about them all and lumping them into the same thing. But the point yeah. is, like, I was just talking to Amber last night because she was asking me when I was going to beat Souls and everything. I was like, meanwhile, brace yourself. Three comes out next month. Yeah. But um, I played, I think, eight hours yesterday. <laughs> and uh, I have nearly 100 hours into it. Guess how many things are pointless busy work, as this guy refers to in it zero like yeah there is nothing in it that's pointless busy work but it's like it all comes down to it's not i i can't even blame certain like the publishers or whatever like money is what has ruined the industry it's not these games do you know what i mean like they're it's it's people who who want to do this stuff you know and like play a game and nothing but it and give it only Give only that game your attention for that amount of time. But, I mean, like, that's that's your right to do that. You know what I mean? And, go ahead. I don't think it's a... I don't think it's a... Um, argument of right to do whatever you want with your time. It's it's something like, let's say, The Division. Mm -hmm. and, and even Destiny, really. Mm -hmm. Where they are time sucks mm -hmm. to grind things and checklists check off things on a list and it's not adding anything that is substantial to the substantial that to is not, not even just correct not even just gameplay but i'm talking like about as a as a, like a human being like learning something yeah as an like, as an art medium yeah like it's not it's not really making you ponder anything it's just oh i need to do this thing to get a bar to increase yeah, number or something like it's not really challenging how you um, problem solve. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Like I, and that's like that's one of my favorite things about games is it's problem solving. Yeah. And really, in the division or Destiny or any of these, any of these games like that, you're not necessarily problem solving anything. The one thing I'll my, give Destiny though is it really promotes a sense of working together and figuring things out when it comes to like the raids they they've done something the raids are a special with thing that. yeah yeah i mean the the raids are a special thing but they're so limited in the entire scope of destiny you know yeah, like there's only three time time wise mm -hmm. 
Um, but they but, but definitely my, at least has that. And and I was gonna say also in in an RPG like Fallout or Witcher or something, there's at least a story yeah being told to you that is wrapped up in all of that stuff. Like I know I know the division is attempting a story. My limited experience with it was I did not give a shit immediately. Oh, no. Which is super upsetting because the premise is so cool. Yeah. Like, yeah, like it starts we out first with a good started premise, talking about it. It's not it, interesting. It it just doesn't like it just doesn't seem like that's what you're you're not paying attention to any of that when you're playing. It's, At least yeah, I wasn't. It's not even Josh, present. It doesn't sound like you were. No, like I I wish the premise of this game was just a linear storytelling single player game. Yeah, like not wrapped up in this ma- like massive scale mm-hmm. role playing game that is just shoot a bunch of people. The, and the, get that's and that's a poopy time suck aspect. So yeah, the yeah. My my problem with this article is, is he is literally he's lumping so many games that have nothing to do with each other together. Like I said, Fallout Four, Metal Gear Solid, Dota, Street Fighter Five. He considers that to be in this in this topic. Um, and you know, obviously, I, I wanted Destiny. To, that's weird. That is weird. Yeah. Far now, Far Cry Primal, good example. He's like stuffed full of collectibles. That's a checklist. Game. Yes, so he is correct there. Hitman is interesting. I like what he called it. He said the rebooted Hitman is a murder sandbox, which I love. And then he says No Man's Sky takes this to an extreme conclusion. But I don't know. Just mm-hmm. it, it bugs me because I'm. Uh, it's just a weird concept thinking about all of this stuff and remembering that at the end of the day, it I'm playing games because of what they offer me in terms of learning something, a story, you know, consuming the, the art aspect of it, Nick, you know. Yeah. So, I I don't know. It's, go ahead, Josh. I can hear you keep going, taking a breath to say something. <laughs> <laughs> this is an op-ed piece that you just happened to read. I know. And there are hundreds of other op-ed pieces that say something else. So, no, I, I know. And it, much it just, more ridiculous. Usually. So yeah, just, you're right. Like when it comes to op-ed, you just I just take those with a grain of salt. No, you're 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 a hundred percent right. And obviously, I haven't built up an immunity to them like you guys have. So there I, I there just, are plenty of. Uh, incredibly cynical people that have a voice in games Mm -hmm. which which i think is good but you know you have to just look at that and be like well whatever i don't agree with this and i don't really understand your argument that's his opinion i actually see where he's coming from with it but i do it doesn't sound like he backed it up well enough i didn't read it yeah yeah, it just I, sounds like specific games. I can see how it works. I, I agree with that a hundred percent. I think he was going somewhere, and then it fell flat because of his examples and stuff. But it, yeah, it's interesting. He he's saying people come to ha- in this point in time, they've come to define their hobbies by a single game. Saying in quotes, "I'm not a gamer. I'm a Destiny Guardian, or I'm a Dota Two player, or I'm a." Street I, that's a good point. I yeah. definitely understand. I that. agree yeah. with that. Yeah, and mm-hmm. and it's weird. It, it, that part of it is disappointing. It's just like. Uh, I agree. I don't want there to be every month a new Destiny or a new Division or whatever. It's, but I don't know. It's uh, yeah. I mean, it's the whole thing's basically depressing. That's what I'm getting at. Yeah, it's taking time away from experiencing something else. Like I definitely get that point. Yeah, and it just it it sort of uh, it all falls back on your responsibility as a consumer, honestly, Uh, because (laughs) he he even says. You know, it's a bit of a stupid complaint. There, like, there's too many fun things for me to choose from. And it just comes down to, like, and he's t- he's talking about Dota, especially about, like, it consumed him for years. 
and then he just mm-hmm. decided to quit cold turkey. That's what I did with Marvel. I mean, it's no different. It, it Marvel's a, a non-game. But yeah. I finally realized, like, I need to give time to something that matters, not this. Because this this absolutely does not you matter. Know what I, yeah, I mean, it's all in what you want to get out of it. Yeah. I mean, we I, I know multiple people that only play Dota. Yep. And Steve, until it. we introduced Souls. Yeah. <laughs> and Alex, I'm going to... I'm going to bring up pretty much your Souls thing with this. And I, I see where he's going. Is You just, like you said, you spent almost 100 hours in Souls, right? Yes. Think of all the other games that are out right now, even if they're just indie games or important games or games people are talking about, that if yep. that game wasn't a 100 hours long, you could be playing these other games. One, yeah. 100%. The, the, the difference is, and that this guy would even point out is, Thank, thank God he didn't mention it, or I just wouldn't even have brought it up. Um, it's not like an endless feedback loop. It's not like this thing that I don't even think about. What I, like, I am so engaged, and I'm experiencing more of the uh, abstract but present story and, you know, constantly using my, my brain to figure out what works best, not just you, like, oh, this is a purple gun. Yeah, you can't really zone out. In no. Oh, my God, no. And, no, you, and you, that's where... I mentioned that when I was playing The Division the other night, where I was actually making progress and not even paying attention to what I was doing. Yeah, it's like at, a secondary task. All. A game yeah. like Souls remains your primary task where you do not progress. Yeah. Period. Yeah. So, I don't know. Yeah, and, and Josh, you're 100% right. Like, I could be experiencing a lot of other things, but uh, for my preference, as long as it's worth my time and they're offering me new things and I, and I feel like it's an amazing piece of art, that's then I I usually opt for intensive RPGs. That's how I go with it, but not like ones that you're just um I don't know. M- maybe many times it's the online component. Believe it or not, that can like Elder Scrolls died off pretty quickly for me because that's yeah. I mean, I'm not surprised. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, there's not a lot there. I didn't give a shit about the story, right? You know? Which which. Even the other Elder Scrolls games don't have amazing stories, but they do have amazing yeah. quest lines yes. that keep it like worth. Yeah, doing. those are always and, better than the main story. And you're also building your own story because those games, I think, benefit from being single player completely. Yeah. Well, I just wanted to give everybody some food for thought. Just from now on, when you play a game, think about what you're playing. That's all. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, this is why this is again. We can keep bringing this back to Division for me specifically. I realized I don't like what I'm doing. I'm only playing this just to like kind of be a part of the conversation currently right now. I just want to know what's going on with this game. It was a big release. Yeah, of course. And but but I realized very quickly it is not what I want to put time into. I have other things I want to put time into. So this brings me to one of my main bullet points that I had for Division is nothing feels impactful yet. Yeah. Oh, I doubt that's going to change. Nothing I mean, yeah, you're impact. you're you're halfway to the level cap. I am, yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. Re- I guess I didn't realize that part. Like, it, even when it comes to all like all the different stats and different weapons and whatnot, and like I'll get one if it looks like I want to use it. I'll use it and get rid of everything else. I don't look at the minute details of everything like I would with Destiny. No, like it because it doesn't it, matter. No, it feels yeah. like it doesn't matter. Right. It's it's definitely. Are these numbers better? Mm-hmm. Which, which usually was not what I was looking at in Destiny. And I actually had a point about this too, for the weapons specifically, is that 
Destiny started out before it even came out. They they mentioned that this game is about I have this piece of armor, I have this gun, and it has a story associated with it. And I don't think they delivered as much as they made it initially sound, but it does still have that aspect. And that game became like you asked while we were playing the other night, Josh. Like I wonder if the division has something on the level of Gjallarhorn, mm-hmm. which was a much sought after rocket launcher in Destiny that made a huge difference in all of the events and and missions and stuff because it was really good and useful, and that. That kind of made its own story develop in the in the community. Like, oh, you have a Gjallarhorn. Yeah, it, like, oh, you're going to be useful in this fight. That I love you bringing that up because it going back to that, everyone that had a Gjallarhorn had a story behind it. Oh, I got Gjallarhorn as a drop at the end of a Crucible. Oh, I got it. Yeah, I which got it I for, did. <laughs> I got it for beating Atheon, and like in in my instance. I got it three times in a row playing through Crota yeah. <laughs> on the same, and I would dismantle it in front of everyone, and they would, like, flip out. Yeah. Whereas the Division, I don't see those small stories happening. Ever happening. Like, there's not going to be like, oh, I got this sweet uh, sweet extended magazine. Yeah. Yeah, and, like, and, and we're only talking about one rocket launcher in Destiny. There are multiple guns and mm-hmm. even some pieces of armor that are, like, storied mm-hmm. like that. And and that's just something that w- probably will never happen with the division. Like I don't. I mean, maybe when you get to level thirty, which people don't see, like seem to know how that totally works yet. But it's just it's not going to be something like oh, I have this really, I have this named AK forty seven that is really useful in this specific situation, and only only me and a few people have it. And in the same regard, like. Uh- First, I'm going to throw the caveat out there that I think the character models in the division are done really well, and <laughs> like I like looking at my person. I just think it, it, the, even the backpack, Eric, Eric Andre. It's... I subconsciously made Eric Andre. It was so good. <laughs> um, God, I loved it. So I, I like how that's done, but when it comes to the armor, you're not going to walk up to someone and be like, "Oh, that person yep. has this helmet," like in Destiny, where it's like, mm-hmm. "Oh, I, I know what." type of character he's running because of that helmet he's wearing. Yep. Like nothing nothing says that in the division. It's just at least so far nothing seems to work that way. Well, even I even I couldn't imagine how when it comes to the armor cuz you can barely see it. It's elbow pads, knee pads. Oh, and you're a chest. right. Yeah, like, you, and you all that stuff is cosmetic. Yeah. You can't tell. Yeah, the coats and whatever are cosmetic. That, that's all cosmetic. You're right. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. So like you you'd actually have to go up and inspect the player to see what they're wearing. But that all comes back down to the original argument. Like, does does any of that stuff really matter? Like, mm-hmm. or is it just higher numbers? Like, numbers. Is that it? Yeah. Yeah, and, and, and another thing for me with Destiny is, like, in RPGs, I get a lot of enjoyment at looking at what my character looks like. Mm-hmm. Like, with, with all of the different pieces of armor and whatever, like, that was always a thing that I sort of missed from Skyrim because you don't get to see your character much unless you play in third person. But in Oblivion, you would always see your character in the menu. Yeah, I so love like that. whenever you change something, yeah, like whenever you change something, you'd see it immediately and like you could mix 
and match like what you're wearing and like make it look cool and that's how destiny works like basically all the time your character looks fucking sweet as hell like whatever whatever combination of stuff you're using and then they're like holding their gun and you always see them in the inventory like it's there's a bigger focus there that goes a long way for me that doesn't exist in the division and it all comes really. back to it's because it's set in a reality and our reality and however you want to phrase that i guess so but i mean they could they could make like a modern you know dystopian kind of setting where you're wearing cool stuff yeah but they like but they, they didn't that's the thing but they didn't yeah yeah but they didn't yeah i kind of want to play destiny after we've been talking about it <laughs> oh lord <clears throat> um but it it almost seems like they took what com- what people complained about with destiny but they didn't expand upon any of it yeah they didn't like go the next step it, yeah it's just they took all right people were complaining about this let's have that in there but mm. I, like i almost wish i could come up with an example for it and not just saying that out of my ass but it, that just sounds right to me like that's what they did i don't know yeah oh the division <laughs> Um. So it's been out. Yeah. So we'll we'll see. It's been out. <laughs> we'll see. Five there days now. I guess mm-hmm. almost a week. It'll be a week and a couple days. It's been out. Um. Yep. No reviews have hit for it yet. Well, not, let me say no major reviews no, hit for it. No yet. major reviews. Like there there are technically some critic reviews on Metacritic mm-hmm. that I've never really heard of. Yeah. But and it's because they didn't they didn't send out uh, any review copies because. They wanted to make sure the reviews reflected active servers with everyone in them, which is smart. Yeah, which is smart. D- definitely yeah, makes sense. Definitely makes I'm sense. Real in favor of that. But that happened with Destiny too. <laughs> yes, true. But now that a week's gonna go by with no reviews, like, does the review matter anymore? Is it is how many people well, out there are waiting for a review to play the game? I, I, the thing is, Josh, you're like conditioned to the way things are usually done. When in reality, this is how it should be like all the time. Instead of, you know, all the hype before a game comes out and all the problems that it causes whenever it gets well, amazing reviews and it's broken or something like it that. It depends on what type mm-hmm. of game it is, though. If it's like a single player story narrative driven game, like review copies are fine for a review to come out the same day. Yeah, as long as they do, in fact, work. I, um, I also, like, there are not even, like, a scored review, like, who cares about the score? There, there aren't that many impression pieces. Like, like, IGN is doing, IGN is doing their progressive review thing that I think they've done previously where Mm -hmm. they, they wrote something up after a few hours with the game and then they'll, they'll keep updating it as they play more of it. Giant Bomb Um, did a quick look. Giant Bomb always does their quick looks and like they'll talk they talked a little bit about it on the on their podcast and it kind of sounds like everybody's hitting that point where like we're seeing like a dark future with this game where there's not really anything interesting left to do. A dark future where there is no future. <laughs> <laughs> and and like other than that though there's like only a, a couple other impression pieces I've found like and they're all basically saying the same thing. Like, nobody's really saying, like, I love this, I hate this. Like, it's it's kind of just like, well, this is what you're doing, and blah, 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 and this is the gameplay loop. And that's kind of it. It's like, like it's, nobody's, it's nobody's really brought out a major opinion at all. Like, forget a score. There's, like, no major opinion on this game. Yeah. It, I feel like. It, I mean, watching Giant, Giant Bombs, Quick Look, it seems like they... 
they enjoy the game. Like you can tell they yeah. were having fun playing it. But then But at the same time they're like you you can you can yeah. kind of tell that they don't and nobody is outright saying yes or no, you know? And it's like after a week I feel like you can make that call. Oh, absolutely. It's, it's just really weird that nobody is. It's it's almost like the I'm going to say there's not much else like the division out right now for consoles. No. So playing it at first for the first couple hours is it's refreshing. It's something quote unquote new and different. <laughs> yeah. Um but then once you finally do see the point where nothing really changes or gets mixed up, it's you, you kind of hit that peak. Yeah. It's going to be interesting to see where it goes in the next couple months. I mean, they do have a solid DLC plan in the future, like one pack every two months or something. But it's just going to be yeah. more of the game. Yeah, like it's it. Yeah, I maybe maybe everybody's waiting just to see what actually the end game stuff is because, again, for Destiny, the end game stuff was a big deal mm-hmm. and mattered a lot and changed really how you played but, the game. So like, and, and the thing is though, with Destiny. Who knows? While you're playing the game, you know what the end game content is. You're like, I need, yeah, I need to get did. to level twenty to do the raid. I need to get to level thirty uh-huh. to do these strikes, the heroic strikes. Whereas the vision is like, it's kind of like, what am I knows. working towards? Yeah, <laughs> like, sure, there's level yeah. thirty, the level thirty dark zone, which is what they've been talking about and trying to focus on. But what does that actually entail? Yeah, like, and especially because once you get to that level thirty dark zone, you're peaked. You're at thirty. Like what? Mm-hmm. What is there to? There's no raids. There's no like strikes. There's no. Yeah, there's not, I don't know. It's like nothing. I I can't see myself running around the dark zone for hours on end looking for numbers and things, and mm-hmm. colors. <laughs> colors. I got numbers. things, and the numbers are higher. Yes. Maybe I'll just go sit in a most twenty four for a couple hours. <laughs> yeah, most... we didn't even mention the best thing. That is the best thing. Most twenty four. <laughs> wonder if so anyone good. else out there is having as much fun with that as we I don't I don't no, know. No, not one person loves that the way we do. At least at least Ubisoft does cuz they totally get their own joke. Yeah. 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 Um I I would love to see and I don't think this will happen, but I would love to see the um the numbers and the drop off player count for like Destiny and Halo and Call of Duty now that Division came out. Like to see how many people transitioned over. Yeah, I wish yeah. I could always see numbers like that. That'd be really cool to see what games impact others. Well, they do. Yeah, they it's do not release, always like top played games every month on the Xbox servers, and and I think Steam does an active user count per game for the most part. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I think so. Steam yeah, does. I mean, someone right. could pull those numbers together. It's just if if mm-hmm. anyone does effort. Yeah, I mean, I remember um very quickly because we should stop talking about the division, <laughs> but. When Halo 4 came out, somebody did put together a chart of how that game peaked at a player count and then plummeted very quickly after the release. And it was talking about how it, it was like a it was an opinion on how like it becoming more like Call of Duty turned a lot of people off yeah. and they just wanted to play Call of Duty. So th- there are people that do compile stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I just I would love if somebody did it for the division. Yeah. And I, Destiny you know what, and I, stuff. I, I'm sure someone's going to have to do that with a launch like this, how big it was. Yeah. Maybe those maybe. numbers should come out. 
Yeah, I mean, they're already out there saying that this game sold incredibly well, so... Well, it's the, it's the highest-selling Ubisoft launch game ever. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's so crazy. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, Man. I mean, it's a, it's a big game. It's a lot bigger than... Than it we is in my head. Make it, than we make it sound, yep. yeah. Yep, that's so crazy to me. Yep. I remember talking about this game a year ago. Yeah. Yeah. Over a year ago. Yeah. Hmm. Well, so that's the division. You like it or you hate it. Actually, no. Yeah. Actually, that's not true. Actually, nobody it's, knows if they like it or hate it. <laughs> it's a rare middle ground game. It's a middle ground, yep. We'll, we'll see next week if I'm still playing it. I don't think I will be. I don't I don't think you will be. I don't think I will I don't be. either. Because Lords of the Fallen will be free next week, which I want to start immediately. And I downloaded Ori, the uh, whatever edition. Definitive edition. Is it definitive? Yeah, definitive edition, I think, is what it's called. Which I am dollar foot long upgrade. Yeah, if you if you already own Ori, it's five dollars to upgrade. If not, the game's twenty bucks. Mm-hmm. Very excited to play that again. That upgrade is not out on PC yet. No, I don't think they, they have... delayed that one for whatever reason. I don't think there's a date either. Oh, no. um, you asked me at one point what they added and like what's different about it, and there were just a couple minor th- or a couple things with like gameplay and maybe two new areas but one thing i didn't know they added is uh they added a a whole backtracking i guess maybe like after the game is done i saw oh really it, on the actual xbox page when you go to download it it says something like that it's like full backtracking or or, or something along because that was that was a big complaint being a metroidvania you couldn't go back and collect everything no yeah you beat the game and you you're done you can't do anything yeah so that's that's exciting if that's actually what that is yeah that's cool so i'll be playing that in lords of the fallen for the next week i'll I'll check out lords of the fallen probably too because i'm kind of wrapping up some other stuff what are you wrapping up which i can talk about uh do it i started i started south park finally after i what like two years since it came out maybe um yeah, well, that's been out stick for a of while. truth yeah it has it's it's definitely South Park. <laughs> and, and like, they've had a couple games in the past that were kind of crappy, but, like, this one really is just like watching the show. That's and interesting. It's, it's very, very funny. And it feels like, it feels like, like, a greatest hits of South Park because it just, you get free reign to just roam around the town and, like, see all of the things that you've seen in the show at any point, really. And, it hits on all the like major funny arcs basically that that you've come to know after watching the show over the years and like it's it's definitely like a do you like south park the show then you will get some enjoyment out of this mm-hmm. for sure yeah and and like that's kind of where i'm at right now i'm this is this is one of those examples of where i'm only playing the game to see the story through because gameplay wise i am very bored with it it's it's a turn-based rpg that actually is pretty deep in some ways and works much better than you'd expect like i'm constantly surprised at how much of a game this is like and that sounds weird because it sounds weird because you saying that and you like turn-based stuff yeah why is it why is it boring for you then because if it's a typical turn-based game that you like what what sets it apart from like a final fantasy or I can't really nail it down, honestly, because... Can you not it, take it seriously? 
No, it's, I mean, it's hard sometimes. Like, you can, you can just get killed. Like, and actually, there's been a few battles where I just started it and kind of immediately died. And I was like, what, what the hell? Yeah. And, and that's because, like I said, it, it has some surprising depth with, um, buffs and debuffs and items that you can use and abilities. And you can, there's summons that are pretty funny. And, and you have like, it, it actually is pretty limited in turn-based terms because it's only you, your player, and then plus one other person that you can have on your team. That's it. It's just two people at all times. Sometimes it's just you, which is kind of frustrating. But it has all of this stuff wrapped in a very small package that like would make it sound interesting to do battles all the time. But it kind of just becomes an annoyance because they take a little long. Like They're not quick. And I don't really want to dig into a battle with an a common enemy, which most other turn-based RPGs give you an option to flee or avoid them or dispatch them very quickly. And the only ones that take a long time are like sub-bosses and bosses. And that, that's been my biggest problem is like when, when a battle comes up, I kind of groan. Are they it's like, I don't want to, I don't want to do are it. Are they random encounters? No, you can see, so you can, you can see enemies. It's, I mean, it's obviously very limited. It's the 2D plane South Park stuff. So like, it's not like you're wandering around and it's a random encounter. Like you see the enemies come at you and you can avoid them sometimes. They just have to touch you in order for it to start. And a lot of other games do this too. Like that's how Final Fantasy 13 series works. Um, you can avoid them sometimes, not always. And I try to avoid them often if I can, but it seems like that's not really much of a choice because you're so limited in the area you're wandering around in. So I don't know that that's my biggest problem is that I don't want to really play it that much. Like I kind of just want to watch it because the story is totally ridiculous and it's really funny. And it, it's, I didn't talk about that, I guess. It's basically just the kids of South Park are doing a huge LARPing game. Like, there's one side of humans versus another side of the elves. And everybody's dressed up in, like, ragtag costumes that that live-action role players would play or you, wear. And you it's, it's just taught me an acronym. Never heard that. How have LARPing? you never heard that? <laughs> never heard LARP. That's what? what Role Models is about. You've probably seen that, oh, of course. right? And obviously, I know live-action role-playing game. I've never heard oh. anybody say LARP. Oh, yeah. Well, there you go. You learned something new. I sure did. But <laughs> that stuff is so well done because you get an incredibly varied amount of items to wear and use and weapons and stuff that are all based around like real-world things that people would probably just toss together to use in something like that. And it, it's it's so creative and funny. Like, I love it. Like, in for an example that I can think of right away, you fight in the school, like the South Park Elementary School, and the people that you're fighting are gingers. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> that's a common thing in, like, all of the South Park games. They're, they're the hall monitors. Yep, and, that's hilarious. Um, they use a shield... That is a lunchroom, like, tray. Like a lunch tray. Perfect. And, and like, that's just one example. And, and the, the, expand that to basically anything you can imagine. And, like, people are using it. It's really funny. 
So, like, it has all of that stuff that is, again, surprisingly well done. This game was in development hell. It sort of got canceled for a little bit, then got picked up and got finished, and it sounds like a nightmare for Matt Stone and Trey Parker. So, like, it's amazing that it came out in the shape that it is in and that it works really well and still is interesting. And got a sequel. And it's getting a sequel, which I which I'm definitely going to play Ash because I rupturing or whatever fractured butthole the fractured butthole. <laughs> That's right. So, but, sounds uh, like a note in Souls. <laughs> yeah, seriously, because I think it's spelled that way too. It's yeah, B-U-T. with with the singular B U T. Yeah, yeah, the <laughs> fractured butthole. Yeah, mm-hmm. the uh, the the thing about like, I think it's Matt Stone, the one who does most of the voices and like the music and stuff. He's the blonde-haired one, the creator. I don't know if you guys can I, confirm that. I, yeah, I don't know which one's which. Actually, it might be Trey Parker. I can never remember which one's which. I think but, Parker's um, the blonde. Okay. And Stone he, is Jewish, I think. He with is very much yeah. with the curly hair. Yep. He is very much a gamer. Like, that's been a thing that's known for a long time. Like, he's he's been out talking about that. And, and the other guy might be, too. I'm not sure. But, so they know games. Like, they know what is fun to play especially role-playing games and like you can see that playing this game like there's constant jokes about your your silent protagonist which is great because they can't voice a character that you're you know completely customizing from the very beginning i guess and your parents will talk to you they'll ask you questions and you just stare at them blankly and like it's just this running joke that is so funny and is so common in games that nobody ever acknowledges but like they get that stuff I'm sure they know the complaints with this game, and that's why I'm excited for the new one, because hopefully they refine it. Mm-hmm. The, like there, there's a skeleton here of a game that is fun to play, that just needs tuning, really. Tune. So, what, will you get it. it at launch? Whenever that is, do you think? Maybe I'm not sure, because it it is a, it is lengthy. I mean, there's there's value here. Like there's a lot of side quests, and um, I'm probably like seven or eight hours in and haven't finished the main quest yet so like a full price 60 dollar release is fine like it there's there's value there and definitely high production quality i mean the south park production stuff is just insane anyway Mm -hmm. i so i want to just reiterate the fact that i was trying to guess the name of that game and i said ass rupture i just (laughs) i just thought of how disgusting that was yeah and just imagining that on cover art in a game shop. <laughs> yes. I wouldn't put it past them. Yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah, it's cool. It's just slightly annoying to play. So what's on but your agenda the, for, for the upcoming month or so? Do you have anything other than Souls that... Souls... I'm still playing Fire Emblem. Like, I'm, I'm loving Fire Emblem. Mm-hmm. I just... That that's definitely like, do you like anime and do you want to listen to people talk to each other a lot? Like the gameplay, I'm not getting a whole lot out of because I'm actually playing it on casual difficulty. I'm not playing with permadeath because I don't want to deal with it. I I actually don't like the tactical stuff too much in the game. I I'm sort of playing it for the story, which is weird. I didn't think I'd be saying that. But um, coming up, I don't know. Not gonna play Quantum Break. When does that come out? April 5th. I mean, I'm not going to buy it, so no. (laughs) (laughs) No, I guess I'm not going to play it. Adrift? I want to see Adrift. I want to see that. That's not something I'd probably buy again. 
Um, I did want to ask. I am going to play through Ninja Gaiden. <laughs> That's fun. Um, do, do you do intend to get No Man's Sky when it comes out, right? Definitely. Okay. Yes. Good. To hear about that. Yeah, I will. I will definitely get that. Wonder if that's going to be a game that's kind of going through what the division is going through right now. Like, mm. it's, it's something totally different. It's something totally different and new at first, and then you start playing it. I think. I think people need to. And this is a public service announcement. If you are interested in No Man's Sky at all, do some research now and manage your expectations mm-hmm. because it is going to be. Not probably what everybody is expecting. Well, th- this past week was the first time that like a lot Me. of impressions came out because I opened up yeah. the gameplay, and right. it's what everyone thought it was. It's just fly to planet, get things, craft things, fly to another planet. That that's probably all it is. Learn languages. So, I think that's cool. Learning languages. That's cool. Yeah. Like it just doesn't. Yeah. It just doesn't uh just hand them to you. You actually have to learn languages. Right. Uh, no Man's Sky. Yeah, I, that's not that's not until June though. June, so that's a little little ways off still. So yeah, I'm kind of coasting till Souls. I'll I'll check out Lords of the Fallen, like you mentioned, because I want to know. I've wanted to know what that game is for a while. It's just not something I wanted to buy. Mm-hmm. Any big so. any other news this week? Not you really. I I jotted some stuff down, but. Alex, actually, I, I saw this really weird little tidbit. Numa, mm-hmm. the oh, creators, yep. the creators announced another game. I'll play and it. I like, I like, it's another first person puzzler, and it's just called the Turing Test, which is, oh. could be super interesting. Yeah. And the environment which, looks a lot more interesting to me, at least. And, yeah. And I'm going well, and that's to good briefly, considering I loved the environment in the first one. Briefly, the Turing Test is basically how you test an AI without somebody knowing it's an AI and if they can converse with each other and convince the person that they're a human or something. Is that right? Yes, basically. Basically, like, yeah. And th- that's really cool. So. Yeah, that's amazing. I'd like to actually buy and support them this time. Yeah, who know? I mean, who knows when it's supposed... I didn't see a date or anything. They just... Um, it was like a August. Teaser. Oh, okay. <laughs> so sooner than we think. So that's cool. Wait Fairly until sorry. I tell Amber she has to sit through another game with another inevitably annoying guy talking to me the entire time. Well, your your character's a female, so I don't know. Yeah, I wonder. They might do things differently. Who knows? Yeah, that part yeah. would be cool if they did differently. Yeah. Um, The only other thing I wrote down, which is a weird announcement in the first place, but CD Projekt Red, the Witcher creators, made an announcement that they have a new game coming this year. <laughs> that's it. Yep. <laughs> and that's, that's super weird, especially with Cyberpunk, when they said Cyberpunk is taking up all of their time. Yeah, and like Cyberpunk was supposed to come out this year, but I, I saw now 2017. So I don't know what they mean and what the hell they're what, releasing. What if it's like what 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 if it's like a uh, a Witcher esque Castlevania game? Like, you play as Geralt in, like, a, a side-scroller. Side scroller. <laughs> I'll buy 400 I copies. I have a feeling it's not going to be Witcher at all. Because they they that was their, like, weird little announcement thing that it's, like, something you've never seen before or whatever. So, like, 
It's just strange. Fingers like, that's crossed. A, that's strange. Fingers crossed it's a Siri game. Even though they said... No, I, like I said, I don't think it's yeah. going to be Witcher anything at all. I'm, I'm still just, holding my hopes for, for uh, playing a Siri again at yeah. some point. I don't expect that to happen anytime soon. Yeah, but, yeah, so that was the non-news from CD Projekt Red. They also said, but that's all I really had. They also said, and I think they've said this in the past before, but they might have reiterated it this week, is that Cyberpunk is, like, massive compared to Witcher 3, which yeah, I don't yeah, understand how. I don't, how is anything massive compared to that? I don't really know. That Bigger? could be a bad okay. thing, actually. Yeah. So we'll see. Um, yeah. This is also non-news, but Hitman is actually getting a physical release in oh. in January 2017. Well, yeah, I mean that would make sense once everything's out. Yeah, that's that's that a seems long time like away. so far away. Yeah, but I guess I mean I sort of would have anticipated that anyways after yeah. all the episodes. And they're also planning on implementing a lot of stuff as it's coming out. So like I I get what that why it's far away. Like they'd want all the pieces out. They'd want to maybe mm-hmm. implement user created ideas that they continually improve the game with, you know? Yeah. Makes sense this, to maybe wrap it all in one package in the future. The first episode's getting reviewed well. Yeah, it sounds like it's alright. Yeah. Murder it, Sandbox. More Hitman. Sounds like the PC version does not work very well. I didn't hear that. Surprise. Yeah. I mean, it's Square Enix. I feel like uh, true. Okay. that might be a thing with them. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. I think it is. Well, so, yeah. is that it for this week, then? I think so, yeah. Good, because I'm getting sick of talking to you guys. Yeah, I don't want to talk to you either. <laughs> and I guess and I'll I, leave then. And I secretly want to play some Vision. Yeah, secretly. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, thanks for listening. You can find us every week on iTunes and other podcast services by searching 2v1 podcast. We'd appreciate a subscription and possibly a review. Get at us on Twitter at 2v1 podcast and let us know what you think. Tell us. If we're completely off base with how you think about the division. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Thanks. Next week. Tiny, tiny penis, penis clap, clap, but it's there. And I picked up a tiny penis clap. Why does that always happen? <laughs>